Hello and welcome back to the All Around Access podcast. I'm joined once again by Dom for the fourth episode of the series. Um, how have you been, Dom? All good, Liv. Good to be here again. I've um, been keeping busy with university, with my new internship and obviously training. Um, so yeah, I've been happy and busy, so can't complain. Yeah, sounds like it's been really busy for you. So thanks for uh, taking the time to join us once again. I think it's going to be a, quite a special episode for you, isn't it? Hundred um, percent. These two girls, I've known them for you know over a decade now. Um, they've been very, very good friends and teammates of mine on the tumbling team. They're two of the very, very best um, gymnasts in the world in tumbling at the moment. So please welcome to the All Around Access podcast, Shanice Davidson and Megan Keeley. Welcome, girls. Hello. Hello, both. Thank you so much um, for coming in today and having a chat with us. Um, firstly, I guess how is um, training going? Um, Megan, do you want to start us off? Uh, yeah, training's not going too bad. Uh, just building up again. Uh, had a few injuries uh, recently, so just rebuilding skills and having the time to do that's been quite good. So it's nice to see progress again. Yeah, Fab. And what about yourself, Janice? Um, it's been going really good. It's just very strange, um, sort of training alone at the minute. So I'm excited for everyone to get back on Monday. Fabulous. Okay, so well, with you both being teammates, we've got a bit of a game lined up uh, <laughs> later on um, in the podcast. Um, but we're going to go back to the start, first of all. Dom, um, I know you're keen to know a little bit more about the successes of both Megan and Shanice through the junior ranks, aren't you? 100%. 100%. I think the first question is, even though, you know, us three have all known each other, like I mentioned before, for over a decade now, I actually don't know how you guys fully got into tumbling. So kind of what age did you start tumbling? Were you like myself with, you kind of started doing everything and then you kind of specialised? Or what was your kind of, you know, route into actually specialising in tumbling? Um, Shanice, if you'd like to go first. Um, I sort of started in general gymnastics at about six years old. Um, and then I sort of progressed then to a trial in acro. And I just remember when I was in the session, I just spent my whole time watching tumbling. Um, it just caught my eye how fast and powerful the sport is. And it just went from there, really. Yeah, that's brilliant. And Megan? Uh, so I actually started in an artistic group and I was spotted for a trial for tumbling. It was very new in the club. Um, and I moved over when I was about seven and I just really enjoyed it. Didn't really have much fear, so going fast was really fun. Yeah, indeed. And obviously, I know you guys um, from obviously very, very young, like I said, and I remember we all kind of came up through the NDP system. Remember those, um, those weekends in Fenton Manor? And obviously, once we go past that sort of NDP system, you know, you start representing, you know, your clubs at, um, you know, British Championships and stuff like that. So I wanted to take you back to that. And when was the first time you put on your GB Leotard? I feel like... If I'm correct, Shanice, was it the World Championships in 2011 for yourself or was it a little bit earlier? And kind of just tell us about that as well, what it felt like. Yeah, um, my first one was 2011 at the Worlds in Birmingham. Um, I just remember it being very, very surreal, nothing I'd experienced before. Um, but it was a little bit bittersweet, really, because it was in Birmingham, so we didn't actually get to travel far for the World Championships, but it was also great the atmosphere and everything being at home we had friends and family come watch it was just amazing brilliant and Reg and yourself we had our international debut at the same time um Sophia Cup in 2012 both got a silver medal at that one as well um so what was that like for you obviously for myself it was a brilliant experience and I can imagine it was very very similar for you too 
Uh, yeah, it was really cool. Um, traveling with the team, that was really exciting and getting all the kit for the first time, just that feeling, uh, you never forget it, getting your first leotard and trying it on. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely remember that. And being, you know, obviously selected um, at this age for the first time, did you always, both of you, aim to get to the senior level? Um, you know, did you kind of envisage that or was that something that came much later on? Shanice, start with you. Um, I think that was always kind of there. I remember being at my first British Championships back in 2010 and seeing the senior gymnast and just remembering that uh, that was something I wanted to aspire to be to do that and compete at such a high level that was something I always kind of wanted to do and was that the same for you Meg did you kind of think that at some point you were going to be kind of one of the best in Britain at the senior ranks um no I, I just really enjoyed it I didn't really have an idea at first about what it was all about uh, obviously the more we went to British and stuff the more you saw uh, and then seeing that you could get to a, a senior level, but obviously just taking it as it comes is always what I've done. Yeah, it's a good approach, I think. And since those debuts, um, I think it's very, very safe to say that you guys had tremendous junior careers, you know, multiple world uh, medals, European medals, and obviously British medals as well. So what would you say are your sort of top three accomplishments and kind of briefly touch on why they're so special to you? Um, we'll go Megan first this time. Um, so probably my first international would be on that list because uh, it's something I'll never forget and it's always, it's the first time you ever got to represent your country. So that's definitely one for me. Uh, another one would be the Junior Europeans. Uh, being selected for that team was a really big deal and I really, that was on my list that I really wanted to go there. So that's another one. And then I can't really pick between my three world age titles. They all fall under the same one. So those three world age golds are definitely on that list. Yeah, all into one. And Shanice yourself, obviously an amazing career. So if you can, there's so many to choose from. Give us your top three and touch on why. Uh, I would probably say the first world silver medal at world age I got in 2013 would have to be top of that list um it was just an incredible experience and i hadn't expected it and it sort of put that seed in my head that i wanted to carry on and keep trying to get in the medals each time um and then i'd have to say probably european team championships in 2016 as it that was again like megan said something i'd always wanted um to do a team championships that we've never done when we're juniors so that has to be up there as well and then probably the british championships in 216 as it was something i'd always kind of hoped for um and trained for i'd always wanted that british title um and then in 216 i achieved that so probably that one as well brilliant good to hear girls and you obviously you know we've talked about you both being teammates you obviously often you know fighting for places the same sort of places on a on a podium i know uh back in 2015 junior world championships i think you both finished in the top two if that's if we can remember that, that that's correct so how do you balance the dynamics of being teammates um but also trying to compete against each other um meg if i throw that one to you uh, i think we well me and Shanice started competing against each other in 2010 
and we became very good friends so having that friendship of we've always been there to support each other and we've always been there to push each other like we know we both know that we're at the top of our game and having that person at the top of your game can be competitive but having someone there to support you when you're nervous and everything definitely helps so we have a very good bond and pushing each other and supporting each other is definitely what helped us in competitions like that. Yeah, and Janice, do you, I'm guessing you feel feel the same way, uh, how the friendship has helped you too. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, it, again, we've been really close friends since we first started competing together, so we don't know any different really. It's just, it's great to have someone with you at the top supporting each other. Yeah, it's nice to go through, through it together, isn't it? Indeed. And I just wanted to go um, keep touching on the junior career as well. Like obviously, you know, the junior career normally lasts around probably what, 11 to 18. So around seven, seven years, maybe a little bit longer, depending on the person. And obviously for you guys, you've been at the top for so, so long. And, you know, we can all vouch for, you know, the people we've been in this game for so long, you know, when we we're 11, um, we were blessed enough that the world champion, you know, came from Great Britain. We all know her name. Um, and unfortunately, she couldn't really push on and continue to win medals. And, you know, um, she eventually went off into pastures new. So how did you guys kind of stay hungry to keep winning medals um, at junior level and keep pushing yourself and keep going again and again um, year after year and never, ever stop working? Um, so Shanice first, please. Um, I think right from the first World Championships, coming away fourth by point one, that made me it motivated me a lot to kind of go back and make the medals um, and keep pushing that way, but also just the love of the sport and how much we enjoy the, the training, the competitions and everything, all of the experiences. That helps you just keep going. We said I'm Megan as well. Uh, for myself, it's slightly different is that uh, there was always something to learn and something different to compete. Uh, through my career, I felt like I didn't start with the hardest stuff um, and I definitely progressed throughout time. So it never got boring. So that definitely helps is when you are always progressing and you can see those little improvements. And when you look back on your whole junior careers, did the, did the pressure or nerves increase or decrease um, as, as you became more experienced? Um, Shanice, if I jump to you on that one. Um, I think with the more experience comes a little bit more pressure. Um, so I'd say it, the nerves definitely do decrease as you know what's happening and things at the, at the championships and you know what's going to come um, and you learn to sort of handle the nerves better. But I think the pressure does increase a little bit more. Yeah, I think, yeah, what, what, what are your thoughts on that, Meg? How do you find the pressure when you're at those high-level competitions? How do you control your nerves? Um, it's definitely hard because you know that the expectation's there. So when you start doing well, people expect you to keep doing well. And if you make a mistake, then that's what stands out. And so definitely just trying to take a deep breath and just take each competition as it comes is definitely the approach we have to take now towards things yeah some good for advice sure, there sure. young gymnasts
we're going to play a game called Mr. and Mrs. So we've got a series of questions um, that we're going to pose to both of you. Um, hopefully you guys have got your papers, your two papers. So when we ask a question, um, so for example, it might be who gets more nervous on a competition day, you're going to either raise up your paper for Megan or for Shanice. And we're going to see if you guys can agree and how many um, answers you can agree on. Okay, does that sound good? Does, have I explained that okay? Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. Good. Let me get my little diary to you know keep track of the scores. Okay. Right. I'll ask the first one. Papers at the ready. Papers at the ready. Okay. All good. Okay. Who gets more nervous on a competition day? They've got that right. So they've both gone for both Megan and Shanice. They think they both get as nervous as each other. So that's one already. <laughs> okay. Right. We'll go on to the next question then. Who takes longer to get ready on a competition day or training day? So that's two in the bank. Who's most likely to be late to a team meeting? Um. But probably me. <laughs> <laughs> again, that's three in a row on so fire right again. now. Okay, right. Next one then. Um, who uses more chalk during an international comp day or training session? Who uses more chalk? We both think Megan. Oh, uh, <laughs> they both got Megan again on the street. Okay, next one. Who gets more height on their ending skills? Oh, Shanice has backed herself a little bit there as well. <laughs> That's five in a row. Well done, guys. You did really well at this. Um, okay, <laughs> next one. Who's got the faster whips? So, who has got the faster whips? Oh, it's a tough one. Oh, both oh, of them. Oh, they get right, though. Wow, what is hard? <laughs> okay, the next one. Who's more likely to stick a landing in training or competition? Oh, uh, this is the first disagreement. Okay, the, um, Shanice said Megan, and Megan has said Shanice. So that's the first one they've got wrong. On to the next. Okay, who 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 moans about stuff most in the gym? <laughs> Shanice, what what does Megan moan about in the gym? Why um, why would you say <laughs> everything? <laughs> everything. <laughs> but if we were to pick, <laughs> we were to pick. Okay. Yeah, that one. Oh, this needs a nice policy. Um, who do you think is louder out of the two of you? Megan, oh, they've got their street back. Both Megan. That's a so one. That's eight out of nine. <laughs> Maybe that relates to the moaning in the gym. <laughs> Maybe it does. Uh, right. Who is funnier? Who is funnier? <laughs> oh. Oh, themselves again. Yeah. That's another one wrong. They <laughs> said each other. So I guess that means 100%. that you get on well as friends. Then. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> okay, the next one. Who would last longer in an ice bath? Oh, you got. Oh, they've gone for Shanice again. Well done. 
both of them have gone for Shanice. That's another one. Have you guys been in ice baths much with uh, your training? No, um, we have didn't. You ever... Not really. But not too much. <laughs> not too much, yeah. Not sure. Be, that'd be great. Um, who is most likely to coach after they retire? This is the last one. Oh. Wow. Are you are you into? Have you started any coaching, or is that just something you're thinking about? Yeah, that's my full time job at the moment is coaching. So I'm very excited to get back on Monday and start coaching again. Oh, nice! And how do you balance that with your training? You kind of that must be a busy schedule. It's not too busy. I can train through the day and then coach on the night. <laughs> so constant gymnastics. It sounds sounds yeah. busy. Um, Brilliant. Real. Okay, I've got the little tally of the scores. Okay, you we asked you 12 questions and you got 10 out of 12. So that is very, very good. Very, very good. Um, as expected, as you guys have known each other for so long and have been teammates for so long. So well done. It was great to know um more about you um away from well on the track and a bit away from the track as well. So well done, girls. Yeah, so we're going to move back now. Um, we obviously touched on a lot of your junior careers. We're going to move back to um, moving forward to the kind of the senior level now. Um, so you both made your senior debuts um, at the 2018 European Championships. Um, and what was that? What was that like um, as a first senior experience? Was it different to junior? And what were the biggest lessons you learned from that experience? Um, we'll start with you, Shanice. Um, I think it's very different being senior than junior. Um, I think it brings a lot more nerves and pressure, especially with the team event. Um, it's You're not just competing for yourself, you're competing for the team. Um, so it does hold a lot more pressure than the juniors, I feel. But it's it's an amazing experience. And it's, it's a bit more chilled in the sense that when you're not competing, it's a lot more chilled being senior than it is junior. And you get to sort of a little bit more freedom at the competitions. Yeah, sounds good. And um, what about yourself, Meg? Um, I definitely it taught me to believe in myself a little bit more. Um, it was definitely not as bad as I expected it to be. I expected to go out there and be really nervous, obviously, because there was a lot of big competitors out there, and especially we had a big team uh, event as well. But I just definitely learned to take each day as it comes throughout that competition. Good. Good and you know you mentioned that team competition megan um you guys you know continued your nice little winning streak of winning um european team events you transitioned that into senior um and you were part of the team that obviously won that 2018 team event i think it was a three-peat um after 2014 and 2016 so it's good that you guys came in and you kept up the tradition um i wanted to touch on the the team dynamic team dynamic sorry um obviously you guys um were coming in this was your first um sort of major international at senior level and you guys were lucky enough to have two you know great you know senior women's gymnasts ahead of you Lucy Colbeck and Rachel Davies um to kind of kind of like guide you and advise you so how important was that for you guys to kind of settle in and settle those nerves so you can you know have a better chance at competing as best you can uh we'll go to Megan first as Lucy is I know one of your idols as well yeah so Lucy I actually roomed with at European so Having both Lucy and Rachel um, on the team, we knew that the expectation coming in for us was that 
the other two girls before had made up a strong team as well. So being first like year senior and the expectation was really high. So they helped us to like stay calm and they really helped us bond with the team, which is quite helpful because we were obviously coming from the junior into the senior and it's just slightly different. Um, but they definitely helped for sure. Um, with the pressure of the team final, it's very different with the split across the two competitions. So two people went out and competed and then the next two went out and competed. So that was very different to what we were used to. Um, the expectation to win, we knew it was probably going to be very close with the Russian team. Um, we tried our absolute best and that's all we could have given that day and to come out on top was definitely a massive highlight great insight thank you and Shanice yourself yeah I completely agree with what everything Megan just said it's it was just very surreal to have Rachel and Lucy there especially for the both of us as we both sort of idolized them and seen them throughout our whole tumbling careers as role models to us um so to then compete alongside them was amazing and just to have their support throughout the whole thing just made it incredible brilliant brilliant and just to kind of almost you know transition from that as well so obviously you guys came in as those youngsters at that 2018 european championships and you know we fast forward to 2019 in tokyo um, when obviously you got you girls um the team of you two um Caitlin Lafferty and Amy Antonius you guys managed to take the world team title for in the senior women's you guys have almost kind of grown from you know those little juniors just kind of coming in to actually leading the team and Amy and Caitlin kind of you know sort of learning off you and kind of going to you maybe for advice on how to you know cope with the pressures of you know being senior gymnasts at a major stage so did you kind of feel that pressure to really, you know, be leaders and make sure that, you know, you're kind of training well, you know, and you're, you know, conducting yourself in a right manner? Did you kind of feel that pressure as leaders? Um, Shanice, I'll go to you first on that one. Um, slightly since we'd been there before, but again, it was very new to us because we'd not done sort of um, the world's team event before. So it was still very new for us, but we yeah. kind of picked the rules of we've been slightly in that, scenario before um so we tried to help them as best as we could and hopefully we did yeah i i i i can guarantee you did as for for the result you guys got uh, megan yourself kind of that experience of kind of transitioning from that you know that junior to you know now being what well, junior kind of um just coming in to kind of being a senior now and being a leader for you or for yourself uh yeah i definitely felt like that with both Europeans and the individual worlds the year before, uh, it gave us a little bit more of an experience and we were just there for the girls. But to have Caitlin and Amy also on our team at that competition is that we had them there at the Junior Europeans. So it was something that we experienced together. We experienced our first Junior Worlds together and our first Team Worlds together. So that was really nice. and. We had a good friendship and obviously a good support and I think we all supported each other. There was definitely days where we all got nervous and especially in the night before team final deciding that order of who would go up and having the support of everybody around you like Shanice really wanted to go first and that was what she wanted and she was comfortable with and I was going to go up last for the very first time ever doing that. So having them yeah. believe in me to in that role that was a also a good thing 
Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And I, you know, just from my perspective, I, I was obviously there. I thought you guys, you know, um, really took the mantle on, you know, brilliantly. Even though, if, if even if you weren't, you didn't feel like you were saying too much. Even by the way, you guys obviously led with your performances and so on and so forth. And obviously, you guys did some great training out there as well. I think you guys led the team brilliantly, and then um, you know that obviously led to a fantastic result in um, the team event. So well done to you girls. And I think we just kind of finally touch on how long do you both see yourself tumbling for and, and what do you want to look to achieve in that time? Um, if we head to you, Megan, on this one, start with. Um, I definitely like to compete at the Home World Championships in 2023. I think that's the goal. I think that might be the area that I'll be aiming towards finishing between there and 2025. Uh, just feel as you're getting older your body's getting a little bit more sore as time's going on so it's definitely um it's definitely not gonna be forever now so um just enjoying it at the moment and as soon as I fall out of love with the sport or once I've achieved my goals of getting that hopefully that senior world at home then uh, I think it'll be time to hang up those leotards yeah, well, it sounds like you've got a few more year, great years to come just yet. So what about yourself, Shanice? I think mine's very similar. Um, I'm not too sure when I want to retire. Um, I think when the time feels right, but I would love to get to the Home World Championships in 2023, especially since that's where I started in 2011. don't know if that would be a good time to stop, but we'll, yeah. we'll soon see. Yeah, that's that, that sounds like um, an incredible moment um, to come. Um, yeah, so I think that's about it. Dom, unless you've got any uh, final questions? No, I'm I'm happy to leave it there. Girls, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, thank you so much for the insight. Obviously, like I've mentioned before, we've known each other a long time, but to kind of ask you those questions, those in-depth questions, and for you guys to give so much insight and gems um, to hopefully the people that are watching, um, we truly, truly appreciate it. So thank you guys for coming on. So it uh, looks like we've got to an end of another episode. Um, Dom, I, I can see the excitement or hear the excitement <laughs> in your voice and see it in your face with that because I know you're so passionate about tumbling and having done it yourself. So how was that for you? 100%. It was brilliant. Um, like, you know, like I said to the girls, I've known them for a long time, but, you know, we're obviously, even though we're teammates and we spend a lot of time with each other, we don't really get opportunities like this to really chat and really, you know, taking other people's experiences and what they felt at certain times and so on and so forth. So I thought, like I said, you know, it was great to get some insights some gems off them, you know, and really, really, you know, get to know them more as people and as, and as gymnasts. So yeah, very, very thankful for, uh, to the girls for coming on. So yeah, really, really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, it's been a good one. So we hope um, you've enjoyed it too. Um, it's, it's great that there's potentially a few competitions on the horizon too for some of the senior gymnasts. Um, it's been a long time since we've seen anyone competing. Um, and I know gymnastics fans will have missed it greatly. Um, and I know as we record this, the team for the Artistic European Championships has been announced. Um, so that's set to take place at the end of this month, at the end of April. So um, keep an eye out for more news um, about that. 100%. Massive, massive good luck to the artistic guys. Um, and yeah, let's go GB out there. So thanks again, everybody, um, for listening. Um, we'll be back soon for another episode of the All Around Access podcast.